Welcome to episode 357 of the Membership Geeks podcast and today we're talking all about how to breathe new life into your older membership content. You're listening to the Membership Geeks podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now here are your hosts, Mike Morrison and Callie Willows. Well, hello there. Welcome to this week's episode. Hope you're doing well. Hope you are looking forward to another dose of proven practical tips and advice on growing a successful membership business. And if you don't know already, I am one of your hosts, Mike Morrison, joined by my other half. Many would say the better half of the Membership Geeks, the one and only, Callie Willows. Hello there. And today we're talking all about breathing new life into your older membership content. You know, as you run your membership for years and years and years, you'll find that actually the stuff you created several years ago, early on in your journey, is starting to show its age a little bit. And so you might be faced with a bit of a conundrum. Do you just leave all the stuff in your content library and just continuously add to that library? It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's more stuff for people to have to wade through to get what they're looking for. Or do you start getting rid of some stuff? So all of that hard work you put into creating certain content, you just throw it out. Well, actually, there's a better way there's a better alternative, and that is to find different ways of breathing new life, injecting a bit of new energy into your older membership content, because it might still hold a lot of value. Yeah, there can be a lot of gold in those archives of your membership content, and you don't want it to go to waste. Definitely. You know, not every topic changes. Some of the best practices that you talked about several years ago might still be relevant today. It might just be that the content itself, the aesthetic of the content is looking a bit dated or depending on the tech of how you've got your library set up, it might just be that actually the real good stuff is buried months and years back in that archive and it's just difficult to find. So you don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to trying to freshen up that older content. And you also don't always have to be creating brand new stuff and scrambling for new material to create content around just to keep adding value to your membership. As Callie said, there's a lot of gold in those archives. So we wanted to share six ways to breathe new life into that older membership content. And the first of these is with a partial update. So it doesn't actually have to be a case of actually redoing older content from scratch or getting rid of it. You can do a partial update. So maybe you actually update some individual videos that are showing their age or where tips and techniques have changed. Maybe you add on some additional videos at the end with some advanced tips or new learnings over the years. You could also actually, if the quality of that content isn't the same standard as your your newer content, you could actually redo some of the slides, but actually still use the original audio, for example. So match the timings of the original as you go through and re-record. Or you could do the opposite. You could redo the audio, but use the original slides and use a transcript as well to make that process even easier. 
And you can also expand on that content or update it further by adding additional resources, by adding transcripts, updating workbooks, updating links and resources, and adding on any additional um, content that is going to be useful to the member. Absolutely, especially, you know, if what was taught, if the substance is still the same, then it's, it's kind of a waste of time. It's unproductive to just create something else that just delivers the same substance. If the actual substantive content is still solid and it just needs a lick of paint or it maybe just needs, you know, one or two videos where maybe the, the technology you use and if you're showing how to set a certain thing up or go through a process, maybe that's improved or changed. It doesn't need to be all or nothing. That partial update can actually get you to where you need to be for this to be brought up to, to current day standards. Yeah, definitely. The second idea for breathing a bit of new life into older membership content is actually something I first spotted Chris Brogan doing. And I love this idea. And this is to do watch-alongs. So this is where you could take an existing course or it's probably better suited to a workshop or a webinar that you previously delivered to your members or you released a recording years ago and actually kind of live stream that again. So a lot of live streaming software now gives you the ability to load up a pre-recorded video and kind of broadcast that as though it were live. So you could do that as a watch along. So you tell all your members at this time, we're going to all watch this workshop together. In the same way that, you know, if there's a TV show on, you might, you know, get your friends on a group chat and all watch along at the same time. And so it's not new content. You're not promoting, oh, hey, we're releasing a brand new workshop. But what you're doing is you're bringing it back to people's attention that maybe they weren't aware that this existed or they haven't had a reason to watch it or they've not watched it in a long time. But you can actually be part of that watch-along too. You can be in a chat room as everyone's watching this together at the same pace. You can be answering questions as the session is taking place. It even gives you the opportunity of kind of having a little bit of fun with it, of like, oh, man, I hate the sound of my own voice, or I didn't realise I said that, or, you know, wow, talk about a dated reference, like you can have a bit of fun with that by being there in with your members, watching along the same training, the same workshop and chatting as you do so. You might even extend that chat after the session you're watching has ended, have a little Q&A session that takes place afterwards where you get to share some updated ideas. You get to expand on some of the things that were covered. So the source material, the core content is the same as it was. You know, it doesn't have to be new to hold value, but that watch along and, you know, making yourself available to do a Q&A is going to give you other avenues of adding to the value. And even if you don't do that, even if you're not doing extra Q&A, just bringing it to people's attention, just giving people that day and that time where you bring them together as a cohort, you're all watching at the same time, that can have value in and of itself and breathe a lot more life and energy into your uh, content archives, especially if it's something that you do 
regularly. Yeah, it's a great way to engage with your members as well, I think. You're on a more personal level, yeah. definitely. You know, it's it's kind of like Quentin Tarantino inviting you around or inviting you into a group chat to all watch Reservoir Dogs at the same time. They might have seen that movie a whole bunch of times and it came out in the early 90s, so it's, oh my word, it's like nearly 30 years old now. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we're getting old. But, you know... A, it doesn't diminish the quality or the value of that movie, but B, that experience is massively elevated from being in the room virtually with the person who created it and talking through things in the context of the current day. Like, anyone who's a fan of that movie, they wouldn't care about the fact that it's an older movie or that they've seen it a bunch of times if they're watching it alongside the director, right? So... From your membership perspective, the opportunity to rewatch a training with you, the expert, the founder, the person who recorded it, that in and of itself holds a massive amount of value. So definitely a way of injecting a bit of new life into older content. Fun fact, I've never actually seen Reservoir Dogs. Have I not made you watch Reservoir nope. Dogs? No, oh, that's, that's tonight sorted. <laughs> yeah, our third way is really simple, and that is to feature older content in your weekly Members Digest. So if you've listened to this podcast for a while, if you're an Academy member, you know that we recommend sending a weekly email to your members. Now, one of the things that you would usually include in this email is new content that's been released or new calls that have happened. But you can also use this as an opportunity to highlight the best content from your archives. And this is great if actually you're not releasing new content on a weekly basis because you can use this as an extra talking point for your members there. And you can also highlight it around particular times as well. So if you've got content to do with taking a vacation, for example, start highlighting that in your member email as you're approaching the summer. So this might be content that newer members haven't seen and by showcasing it and drawing their attention to it, you give it a new set of eyeballs. But it also might be content that older members haven't seen either or maybe they watched it or they had it on their to-do list but they never actually got round to it. So it's great to remind people that this content is there and this weekly digest is the perfect way to do it. And as I mentioned before, you could even have weekly or monthly themes for this or you could segment it as well. So you can you can kind of really play around with how you show this older content to your members. Yeah, and if it's content that's been in your membership for a little while, then there's more of a chance that perhaps you've got some examples of results that members have had having used what you teach in that content and again you can make reference to those or even link towards discussions people have had inside your community relevant to that content as well we have to remember that regardless of when you actually released the content the first time someone views it it is new to them so even if it was released three or four years ago if someone's never seen it it is brand new material to them and it might be that when someone first joined your membership, they were really early on in their journey and this content was perhaps too advanced for them. They might be further along now and so bringing it back to their attention and using your weekly digest to do that is, again, more likely to actually meet more people where they currently are now and that might be different from where they were at the start. The next way of injecting a bit more life into your older content is to give people recommendations for what to watch next after they've just completed a course or another workshop or something like that. You know, anytime you can be specific in where you direct members to, it's going to be a big plus. 
We don't want to be always leaving members to their own devices. So when someone finishes a course or a piece of content, it's massively beneficial to then tell them, these are the next steps that we recommend. This is the next piece of content you should create. You've just learned about this thing. Now you're ready to go and watch this workshop. Here are some places you can go to next. So this might just be a list of links on the last page or the last lesson in a course. You know, if you enjoyed this, you might enjoy this next thing. You might more directly integrate it into your content. There might be actually a slide in your course for that lesson. It might be something that you put inside your workbook. You might create a piece of bridging content, you know, a little five or 10 minute video that connects the dots between the content someone's just watched and the content you're gonna direct them to next. Now, if you're not already doing this, again, it can be a great way to not only put some focus on all the content that still has a lot of value, but also just to improve the overall member experience because the last thing you want if someone's just finished watching a fantastic course or workshop is for them to have to go back to your library to try and figure out, okay, what do I want to learn about next? What do I think I should do next? Anytime you can give people direction, anytime you can show them the next step, it's going to massively enhance and improve their experience as a member. And again, often that best next step will be found in some of your older content. Yeah, it's an absolutely perfect way to avoid that what do I do now question. Yeah, because actually, if people are asking themselves what do I do now, one of the options for what to do now is to cancel. Yeah. You know, if it if it doesn't come naturally to them, if the answer to that question isn't obvious, there's a chance that they'll be thinking, oh, actually, I can't think of anything else that I, I need, so maybe I just don't need this membership. I mean, it might not be that they don't need something else or that they master something. It might just be, you know, we don't know what we don't know. So your older content and tapping into the value of, of that archive of content you previously released in order to enable you to better direct your members, it's going to improve member experience, going to improve retention, and it gets more life and more longevity for the content you've already created. And you also want to consider repurposing some of that older membership content into free content to help you attract more new members. So there's definitely benefits of giving away snippets of your paid content in your marketing. And this is something we talk about quite frequently as a content marketing practice. It helps to whet people's appetite, it gives someone a taste, and it has them wanting more of what your membership can offer them. And while our instinct is to protect our paid content at all costs, doing this, repurposing your older content into free content doesn't diminish its value at all. So you can turn membership courses or membership content into podcasts, into blogs, into videos, and you can then have a call to action to join to get the rest of that course that that content is taken from. So there's also the option if you're removing content from your membership altogether to actually strip it for parts essentially before you put it on the scrap heap and actually repurpose that into a new lead magnet, a new free video course for people to get them into your ecosystem. There's all different kinds of ways you can utilize this older content to yeah, bring people in the door. Absolutely. So yeah, whether you're using it to just give a little sample, which if you've got a course that's got 20 lessons, giving away three of those lessons, it's not going to suddenly devalue your course, right? It just whets that appetite. But as you said there, if you are making the decision to not do some of the things we're talking about, to breathe more life into that older content, you're deciding, yeah, you know what, I'm just going to take this out of the library altogether. 
there's still some value in there. You can still do something with it, even if it's just part of it. Even if it's just taking two or three lessons and turn them into blog posts and that's it. Like, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can always squeeze a bit more out of it. And the final way of breathing a bit more life and getting a bit more juice out of that older content is to use it as the basis for a challenge or some sort of cohort-driven experience. Now, most of the content inside the majority of memberships, particularly courses, mini courses, workshops, and what have you, they're usually DIY. It's do-it-yourself. Here's what you need to know. Here's my teachings. Here's some exercises and resources and some um, steps to take. But it's all on you, the student, to implement. You could shake that up a little bit and create a done-with-you experience around your existing content where you actually get people to sign up or to commit by a certain date. And then from that date onwards, that group of people, that cohort all work through the content at the same pace to the same schedule. Instead of everyone having that solo experience, instead of it all being DIY, you breathe a little bit more life, you get a bit more energy behind this particular course or this series of workshops by bringing in that cohort experience, which can be a massive game changer. So, They're working together as a group. Maybe there's a little extra input from you. So whether it's, you know, you might do some Q&As, you might make yourself available um, for group coaching calls along the way. Maybe you can turn it into a whole challenge where each day there's a specific lesson to watch, there's some homework to do and a short Q&A on that day's topic. These sorts of things, just changing the student experience, the learning experience, the way that this content is deployed and the way you expect participants or students or members to consume it, just turning it on its head, making it more of a group thing, making it more interactive, giving a bit more purpose behind it by making it a challenge, by making it a cohort program. It adds a whole different dimension to that content without you having to create new stuff. You're giving people direction, purpose and focus and You could even potentially charge a little more for this as a premium experience, especially if you're getting pretty hands-on in working with that group of people. Or a great way you can do it is to actually include it for free for members of the membership, but sell it as as an extra option for people that aren't in your membership yet. Yeah, so it would be a great way of bringing new members in. If you're already part of the membership, you get to be part of this awesome person challenge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a great name. Um, this seven-day awesome person challenge, free to members. If you're not a member, you can be part of it for just $49 or come and join the membership. It's $49 a month and this is included as along with everything else. So it'll be a great, great way of really using that incredible older content that you have in just a whole new way that will drive sales. It'll better engage your members and benefit your membership overall. All right, so if you have been wondering what to do with that ever-expanding archive of content, if you've been worrying that some of the stuff is getting outdated and you don't know, do I just re-record the whole course? Do I just bin it completely? Do I do a new version or what? Then hopefully today's episode has given you some ideas on how to breathe new life into your older membership 
content. We'd love to hear from you on whether you've used any of these ideas. Maybe you're already doing some of this or perhaps you've been inspired to try one or more of these out. Hit us up on social at Membership Geeks Everywhere. We would love to hear from you. And that's it from this week. We'll catch you next week with another episode of the Membership Geeks podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement, and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement, and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com.